And welcome to a new Energy Crew podcast. I'm your host, JP Warren. I want to thank everyone out there for tuning in. Um, and if you're catching this one, this is probably our second one that we recorded that have been these short little 15 to 20 minute long episodes of kind of me sharing my personal insight and my experiences with you out there. Maybe it helps. Maybe it doesn't. But uh, and if it might help, that's why we're doing this. And um, I think this is kind of part of my um, part of the content I'm putting out there as I have just been uh, certified as a an executive coach as of this week. Um, I passed the test last week and uh, should be able to uh, download that certificate uh, this week. So I'm excited about it. So, hey, why not put out new content to help people out and uh, to help guide people through their uh, professional and personal uh, journeys? Um, and also, my what I've been focused on is kind of squashing or reducing the the self-limiting beliefs, the uh, the imposter syndrome that a lot of people face. And you know, people wonder what imposter syndrome is. It's that it's that feeling that. And again, if you if you feel any of this, it's it, you're not alone. Um, there was a study done in the 1970s, I think, or early 80s, that over 70 percent of high achievers. Have faced some sort of imposter syndrome. What that is, that's uh, that's feelings of self doubt. That's feelings of that you're where you're at in your career, not based on your achievements, not based on your awesome successes and everything that you've done, but because of luck, because of sheer luck, and you're a fraud, and you're only here because you're lucky. And if someone kind of finds out the real you, they're oh, you're hey, you're fired. So anyway. That has been something that's been kind of very heavy on my mind since I started um, my journey. As you can see behind me. These are my companies um, that uh, that I founded within the last two years, and this isn't a brag. It should be. Hey, look, you know, yeah, sure, on paper, yes, is this is a brag. However, behind the behind the curtain, behind closed doors, it has been one of the most stressful, challenging, and um, personally um, a, a difficult mental battle that I have faced, and I have. Uh, face that I have dealt with, that I have um, looked into, and, and that I have done a lot of self-reflection on. And that's why I am pursuing this um, this imposter syndrome coaching um, avenue, this this focus. Uh, a lot of times, you know, before diving into this, there was a lot of talk about like, you know, um, what are you going to focus on? And I was like, oh, entrepreneurship. I want to help. I want to I want to coach people that are interested in starting their own businesses and kind of get their mindset right. You know, however, through, you know, months and years of uh, uh, battling and eventually conquering uh, my imposter syndrome, my wife finally said, why don't you think about your imposter syndrome? It seems to be something that constantly is brought up. It seems something that that a lot of people uh, face, a lot of people uh, deal with. And it seems to me that it's something that you are good at vocalizing and talking about it. And not only that, like if you're if you're helping yourself, you can help others. So. I think, uh, again, um, I think imposter syndrome has a lot of self-limiting beliefs uh, attached to it, whether it's um, uh, isolationism, whether it's perfectionism, whether it's um, anxiety, fear, um, not feeling like, like you belong, um, self-doubt. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of these feelings that are associated with imposter syndrome. And one of them that, that I've had trouble with, and I think a lot of people out there as well, um, even if not, I'm just going to share my experience with this. It's 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 control. It's control. Um, I'm still kind of in the middle when it comes to, of of releasing control of some aspects of of my companies and my business. Um, stuff that I need to do, but it's so difficult. Um, I started these companies two years ago. Okay, and it's been kind of a solopreneur. You know, yes, I've had you know 
some help um, um, here and there. Um, however, it's been kind of me behind the wheel driving this. And with that comes a lot of self-doubt, a lot of anxiety, a lot of issues when it comes to control. I have attached myself to these names, to these company names. I have... I want to control every aspect of it. Not only not only who shows up to the events, but also what people say, the marketing, the emails, the look, the feel. And all that's important. I think that's extremely important for a lot of entrepreneurs starting their own companies to be involved in every single aspect of it, especially when you're starting. That way you know kind of how things are run, what needs to get done for the, for other things to get done. However, as a as a company grows, as it matures, I'm using mature with a hard T because it sounds more mature than it is, but as a company matures, that's when you do have to kind of relinquish control. You do have to delegate. And one of the biggest things, and this isn't about delegation, this this conversation right now, this is more about anxiety. This is more about focus, shifting your focus from uh, that big problem, that big worrisome event, that big situation that's coming Next week, two weeks from now, shifting your focus on the big ball of worry, stung, anxiety, and shifting that focus on what you can control, attacking your anxiety, attacking that big ball of worry. Okay, so this is called control and release. I remember I listened to a podcast that, um, and I and obviously you know whether it's you know Crew Club when we host these operator producer networking events, and it's like you know it's it, it's like exclusive. I want to make you know make sure this is right, this is good, this is not. It's a lot of control with that. And and what what and at the end of the day, I'm trying to focus, I'm giving a lot of ang- anxiety hurting cats based on based my basing my expectations on other people showing up. Um, and again, so let's talk about uh, I guess releasing uh, what you can't control and focusing on what you can. And I think when you focus on what you can control, you're able to attack the the uh, the scenario, you're able to more strategically attack um your 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 anxiety so so a lot of times you worry about the outcome of a situation and that's pretty much either how it's going to be received um who's going to who's going to listen how uh is it going to be approved or someone going to buy your service someone to buy your product are people going to show up to your event um is your event going to go great uh is your project going to go great is your boss going to like it is this so okay so there's a lot of stuff going on out there i remember uh listening to something or reading something i don't know but it stuck out to me that 97% of the shit that we worry about, 97% of this stuff never happens. So I could be worried or we all could be worried about this one thing happened, one thing happened. And let's think about that. Let's think about uh, Thanksgiving. Let's think about Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm sure Thanksgiving, with, for a lot of people, there's a lot of anxiety associated with it. It's family. There's a lot of anxiety with its family, friends that you, that you have to deal with, you have to deal with. And there's so much worry that's put behind that. Um, and in reality, at the end of it, how often does, does that chain of events that you predicted actually happen? Not, 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 not often. Um, so again, whenever there's a, all right, so let's just take something up. Let's just take a scenario up. Um, let's take a project, a presentation. Okay. Let's say you have a, let's say you have a presentation you got to give to the board. Okay. That is that, that is a scenario that causes anxiety. So let's, so the first thing that I would do that I, that I have done on uh, something like this, I always pause myself whenever I start kind of feeling like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do this. And now I know how it feels. It feels like kind of a, a snowball that kind of like progressively get bigger and bigger and bigger. I stop myself. The first thing you have to do is stop yourself. Either go outside, take a walk, 
take a breath, put your computer down, but walk away. And in, in reality, you really kind of have to think about, you have to kind of put things in kind of two categories, what you can control and what you have to release. Okay. So, all right, let's think about that. That's shifting your mindset of worrying about the outcome, worrying about if it's going to be accepted, worrying about if it's going to be approved or passed or how you do. So how do you, re how do you reduce your worry and how do you reduce your anxiety with the outcome of a meeting or something like that? What is balloons? What was that all about? I have no idea. But anyway, I saw balloons just kind of pop up, but no idea why he's doing that. Um, that's a little celebration. I'll take that. So what can you, what can you control before you approach the situation? All right. You really kind of have to list down what is in your power to affect how that meeting or how that presentation is going gonna, is gonna to occur. What is in your direct influence leading up to that meeting? Okay, so um, are those emails that could be sent out? That's what you control. Is that how the presentation looks? Well, you can allocate your time to control and to go over that presentation. You can do... If you're, if you're worried about the anxiety is about giving that presentation, take some time. You can control your schedule leading up to that meeting to allocate yourself time to prepare, to go over, go over, go over, go over that presentation. So you have more confidence. So you have, so the anxiety is dropped down with how your performance versus how it's going to be received. And I think, and I remember, um, I remember I, I had a meeting uh, two weeks ago and I was felt very out of my element. Um, these were people that I've never really dealt with before. These, this was a company that I never really had had to deal with before. And I felt like I was a small fish in a big pond. And I started getting very anxious. I kind of felt like a fraud. I felt like this. I thought, oh, what if they don't like what I say? What if I'm not talking on their level? I'm down here. They're up here. So I started kind of running through my mind. I, I stopped. I stopped myself. I was in the lobby and I stopped myself and I just kind of closed my eyes, took a couple breaths. And I said, okay, let's stop. What can you control? What have you controlled the situation? Well, number one, they asked you to be here. Okay, so boom, that's you're, you're, you're invited to be here. So it's not like I finagled my way in there. What, what's the second thing that I control? Well, I did put together a presentation. Not only that, I worked hard on the presentation and I think it's, it has all the relevant information. Okay, so I could control not just what I did to prep for the, the event, but also I started began to control my mindset about this meeting. I had a lot of anxiety walking through those doors into that meeting. But I started trying to control my mind, my mindset. And that was, I started talking to myself, of, hey, hey, JP, you belong here. You deserve to be here. You know, they invited you here, actually. You know, you're not here wasting anyone's time. They invited you here. Not only that, it's a Monday. And they're meeting with you on a Monday? I mean, usually it's a Friday thing. Then you can tell that they don't want to see, but a Monday? And then it's like, okay, well, you did this presentation. You're proud of that. Well, yeah, I'm proud of that. So I just started kind of talking to myself. I controlled my self-talk, what was going on inside my brain. I controlled what I could do for that meeting the entire week before by practicing the presentation, by building the presentation, by talking to others, by getting feedback. Um, and again, I think the outcome of that meeting, um, the anxiety that was dropped from just the sheer me worrying about how's the meeting going to end up, all that bogus stuff at the end of the day, I can't control. You have to release that. I had to release how my message or my presentation would be received. I had to release me 
not caring how it was received, but I, the reality of how it's received, because that is out of my control. My control is how I present it. My control is how I walk in that room. My control is how I sit down at the table, how I greet people, how I say hello, how I present, how I communicate. It's out of my control if I'm going to get along with someone. It's out of my control if it's going to be well-received or it's not going to be well-received. So again, this is this, um, let me see if I'm, if I'm missing anything here. Um, and besides, yeah, this is the last kind of thing that I had here. And I'll kind of wrap it up here because we're coming up on 12 minutes. I'm loving this. This is the second one I've done today. I'm loving these little short kind of, uh, uh, episodes right here where it's kind of sharing little, um, I guess things that have worked with me. So again, the, the last thought when it comes to this is like, if you, if, if you were to worry about something, let's say you're worried about, um, uh, presentation project, um, whatever it is, and you knew the outcome. And you could control the outcome and you could dictate, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be cool and all that stuff. But start doing that more and more and more. It's kind of like the philosopher, you know, Alan Watts says, it's like you, if you dream, if you start dreaming over and over and you can pick your dream, you can craft your dream, whatever you want it to be. It could be wherever it is. Eventually your dream is going to lead you to the reality today where you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen today. So I love that kind of that 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 viewpoint because for me, attacking uh, that anxiety ball, that anxiety situation is really just pausing, getting a whiteboard out, breaking it down into elements that you can control. What can what can you do today that can prepare you for that um, situation? Can prepare you for that tomorrow? Um, who can you talk to? Who can you email? Who? What can you? Where can you allocate your time where you know when you walk up to that, that stage, you walk into that room, you stand in front of the board of directors, you know what you know with confidence what you're going to do and just kind of release what the rest is going to, what the rest of the day is going to happen or how it's going to be received. So again, when it comes to the anxiety, this is all about, this is all about reducing those limited beliefs, those anxiety balls that build up in your head over and over and over. Um, and again, 97% of the time, it doesn't work out the way you, the way you uh, dooms prepped it in your head, the way you prepared it in your head. Um, I think, um, again, if attacking your uh, anxiety situations by focusing on what you can control can definitely help you move you past the point of, of um, without, move you past the point of being uncomfortable to being confident. So if you can control your variables, I, I, at least this will happen to me, I feel that it can, it can push you through and make you more confident than uncomfortable. So that's all I have for you today. I want to thank everyone out there. If you enjoyed this Energy Crew podcast, feel free to share it, talk about it, gossip about it around the water cooler. And uh, I mean, that's what you can control. So control that aspect of your day. All right, everyone. Thank you out there. And we'll talk to you soon on Energy Crew.